Kia tato, this is the blog post from the 7th of January 2021. If excellence was the standard rather than the goal, would you behave differently? Now this post probably should have come before last week's post about harvesting dreams. But anyway, we're here now and we're phasing out of that time of the year where the days fade into themselves. And I'll commit to being more organised moving forward. Aku whakapaha, my bad, appreciate you still. It's probably not that big of a deal, but you know your girl sometimes has a flair for the dramatic. And the main reason I say that is because before getting to work on dreams and harvesting them or bringing them to life, shouldn't there be an interrogation of some sort of what those dreams are? If they're actually what we want to invest time and energy into? If they're actually ours for that matter? And follow up on whatever maramatanga or insights that come from that exercise with the necessary adjustments to the cultivation and harvesting methods. So it's a little reversed, but today we're interrogating dreams. So buckle up. <laughs> Not the dreams themselves, because I think that's an inside job for each of us to do with our own stuff. I want to focus on the filter by which they pass through to qualify as dreams or goals or something we aspire to be, do, have or give. Woven and intertwined into the very fabric of who we are is the capacity for greatness and excellence. Not just the capacity for it, but the preordained expectation that it is inherent in us to make it manifest. The definition is subjective, relative to situations and circumstance, but the prevalence is undeniable. I'm just going to pause for a second there because reading this back now, I'm like, oh, this is like, I love that. And I am, yeah, just, wow, I'm just in awe that I wrote that. So I'm going to read it over again. <clears throat> Woven and intertwined into the very fabric of who we are is the capacity for greatness and excellence. Not just the capacity for it, but the preordained expectation that it is inherent in us to make it manifest. The definition is subjective, relative to situations and circumstance, but the prevalence is undeniable. Oh, can we just take a second to let that soak in? Feel free to rewind and listen to that again because I'm just reading over it in awe. It's like, wow, did I write that? Because I'm pretty good at quoting people, you know, when I get ideas and I love that I can draw on those different sources. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool if I don't say so myself. And it's not to be boastful or anything. I'm just like surprised. Because, <laughs> you know, hey, some other posts and in some previous posts, I've sent my apologies to you for how badly I've written it or how I thought I wrote it. So this one is on the other end of the scale. But anyway, let's continue with the post and save this review uh, for after. <laughs> uh, the definition of sub is subjective relative to situations and circumstance, but the prevalence is undeniable. Not just because there's cool, catchy, inspirational quotes that say so, not just because it feels good to think about ourselves in that light, but because it's thousands of years old, imbued in our DNA, it's in our whakapapa, our genealogy, our ancestry, and it's refined by the experiences we have and the environments we're exposed to. Our tupuna, our ancestors, or a Māori worldview was that excellence was the minimum standard and any less was not good enough for their contribution to their people and thus the world. We know this because we have karakia, Oriori, Waiata, Moteata, Puraka, Korero, and other art forms which reiterate this exact sentiment. Teohaki o Homai Tafiti, Teoriori o Tutere Moana, 
Tāne retrieving the baskets of knowledge, being born of light, if we follow the urutinganga whakapapa, are just some quick examples off the top of my head. And there are many more. We need only look, listen, and remember. I'm loving this pose. I'm oh, Hannah on the 7th of January. Whew. Anyway, we've got one more paragraph. I'll get through it and then we'll start our review. And there are many more. We need only look, listen, and remember. Perhaps consider this with any resolutions or goals you may have set or reviewed for the upcoming future. If excellence was the standard you held for yourself, something you had unlimited supply of already within you, already inside you, rather than the goal somewhere out there to strive towards, would you behave differently? Tēnā tātou, hana. Oh my gosh, I honestly, this is probably my most favourite blog post that I've read uh, for the last little while even though I think some ideas and previous posts have been really cool I don't think I've been able to articulate them as well as this post has been like there's a few typos in there like one in the first line which caught me off guard as I was reading this back um, but I really like this one and when I wrote this I was about a week and a half maybe two weeks into the longest break I've had in the last say five or six years usually I'm just working all throughout like every day is a holiday every day is a business day or a working day for me um, but this year the summer break was the first time I actually had a break and I found it so refreshing and revitalizing in all the different ways like spiritually probably most importantly emotionally and psychologically having a break from my mind just turning over and focusing on the next task and the next task and I think this blog post is a result of that or as I had the time to reflect on what I was up to on what I wanted to do and the different pathways that have been opening up for me I just keep coming back to that same thought that if excellence was the standard rather than the goal would you behave differently and then reciting karakia in the morning or all throughout the day listening to oriori and especially that one te oriori or two tere moana going over puraka and trying to interpret them from all those different levels and then also being that time of the year you know beginning of the year beginning of the month or the quarter or whatever when you review goals or aspirations or uh, you check to see how you've been tracking according to previous goals or you reassess and recalibrate your direction moving forward I like to add this whakaro in, which is what we reiterate at the end of the post. Perhaps consider this with any resolutions or goals you may have set or reviewed for the upcoming future. If excellence was the standard you held for yourself, something you had unlimited supply of already inside of you, rather than the goal somewhere out there, external to you, to strive towards, would you behave differently? And I know for me, when I remind myself of that, um, and this is the line from the paragraph just before. And there are many more. We need only look, listen, and remember. And that remembering, that reconnecting to self, to my tupuna, to whakapapa, and to this knowledge and this truth 
allows me to operate at a whole different level when I think about what I want to do now or how I want to allocate and invest my energy and time and whether that's into relationships to kaupapa to projects or initiatives or whatever it might be it helps me reframe things and I like operating from that space because I feel like I've got a superpower and I can do anything or I can achieve anything beyond my wildest dreams and whatever I want to dream up as well and ah this one like had me smiling pretty much the whole way through and probably one of my favorites of the last couple that I've read out um, and looked at and definitely uh, my favorite of the last couple of posts especially to read back over after a little break and I hope you found something good from it as well let me know what you think I'm keen to hear your feedback or even if it's helped you reframe or just add another perspective to your own goals or your own resolutions for this year or for the foreseeable future as well social media you know how to get me I will catch you on the next post hey kuna.